Hi, and welcome to the Des Moines Real Estate Show. I'm Jim Hibbs, licensed realtor with Caldwell Banker Mid America Group. And today, we're heading to the skies, talking to Cameron Stotts about uh, piloting a drone, doing it the right way. Uh, and Cameron, there's a lot of rules involved with this. There are, Jim, there are. Thanks for having me. Um, it really comes down to two sets of drone pilots when you look at the big picture. The FAA classifies drone pilots as either hobbyists or in their Part 107 license category. So there's a it, lot of rules with all of that. There are, yeah. Yeah, and we're going to talk about all that. We're going to give you the top five things you need to know about uh, drone uh, piloting, whether you want to become a pilot yourself or you're looking to hire someone like I do when I need somebody to take pictures of my seller's homes for me. I hire professionally. We'll talk about that here in just a moment. First, let's take a look at the numbers. 3,471 homes, uh, properties on the market. Of those single-family homes, 2,736. That's a drop of uh, just about, uh, just under 60 homes from a week ago. Some activity out there. The less than 200,000 market, 711 homes on the market versus 748 a week ago. In Polk County, 338 homes. A week ago, we were at 363. So they are still selling 201 to 300,000. Uh, 815 homes uh, in central Iowa uh, in the market right now. 492 of those are in Polk County. So things slowing just a bit in that category. And then week to week, we're still at 1,209 homes. Uh, some homes have gone pending and, and have exchanged hands uh, during the last week. But we're holding steady at 1,209 week to week in the over 301,000 categories. So nearly um, a third of the market uh, homes above this price point. 563 townhomes available in central Iowa. All right, well, we've got Cameron Stotts. And Cameron, I've known you for a long time. You've done a lot of great work for, for myself and for my clients uh, with your drone. Um, not only do you work on the real estate side, but uh, you you are also working for cities. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Sure, Jim. Yeah, I moved here from San Diego to Iowa about five years ago. Um, it was a career move, so I do have a day job, but this is a fun side gig for me. Um, and I've been fortunate to meet some really neat people out there, yourself included, uh, years ago when I thought, you know, let's try this out. I love flying drones and radio control things, and I love the technology and the photography aspect of things. So. You know, the clients are great. I've got some big city projects that I've been working on. And, of course, the real, the real estate market is, uh, has never been busy. You're also a, an actual licensed pilot. Yep. And that's initially when, when we came together years ago, uh, the, the rules were a lot tighter with the FAA. And a licensed pilot flying a drone was the best choice. That's how we came together. Things have changed quite a bit. They have, yeah. So, um, uh, like I said earlier, it's... Uh, in 2016, the FAA came out with a certification process for commercial drone operators, and it really kind of drew the line in the sand for those that were interested in doing this commercially. It gave them a chance to, to not only get that license, but understand why they're getting it, understand the safety concerns, flying near airports, um, you know, uh, airspace regulations you and things like that. know about so, that. Yeah. We're going to talk about your newest acquisition, too, your newest drone here in a little bit. But first, let's talk about those top five things our audience needs to know. Number one, do your homework. That's right. Yeah, Google is your friend. So use it to do some searching and find, you know, if you're looking for a, a drone photographer, uh, use that to search your area for drone photography or video. I'm sure you'll find a lot of licensed professionals out there. You'll find a lot of great reviews. 
that'll help you decide whether or not to go with them yeah. and use it to, to get quotes and that sort of thing. Too. And there's also a database on the FAA that you can actually go search and find that person, make sure they have the proper credentials because there are still rules. You got it. Yep. Yep. Especially for professionals. Yeah. You can go straight to the FAA's uh, website and, and search for a airman certificate is what you're looking for. So if the drone operator claims to be licensed and they're not able to show you proof, you can go out and search yourself. And insurance is important. Too. Yeah, insurance is important. Also, the other thing that uh, you, that you uh, recommend is communication. Whether it's communication between you and the person you've hired, but also that drone pilot communicating when need when they need to with, say, a local airport or the local FAA. Yeah, as a drone pilot, you know there are a few factors that uh, that are to be considered before you start a job. Uh, making sure that you're in the right airspace, that you're not next to an airport, that you're getting. Uh, you're getting the clearances that you need. Um, of course, being flexible with your drone operator is important um, when it comes to scheduling. So, yeah. There's so a lot of education that goes into this as well. Mm -hmm. Talk about a little bit about some of the things that need to happen from an education standpoint before you can earn that certificate. Right, right. So, like I said earlier, um, the FAA sees these two categories. I'd say if you're interested in getting into it, start out as a hobbyist, you know, and get your get your wings that way and learn the ins and outs of how the drones work and the photography and hone your skills. If, uh, if things are looking good for you and it's comfortable for you and it's fun and exciting and you want to get licensed, there are a ton of resources online. There's remote pilot certification programs that you can take and you can pay for. Uh, the FAA actually offers a lot of free training. Um, you know, their guide, guidebooks and things online and their t uh, test preparation as well. So Yeah, and there, you know, whether you're thinking about hiring someone or uh, obtaining your own license, what, what's the first step, I guess, if you're thinking about that license for yourself or the, or the certificate, what's the first step someone needs to take? Yeah, if you're thinking of getting the certificate, first step I would say um, is just to go to uh, the FAA's website, faa.gov slash UAS, the Unmanned Aerial System website, mm -hmm. and they'll give you, they'll break it down easily for you. Easy to understand. Um, all of the all of the bullet points are outlined there on, on steps to take. All right, now you've you've had a number of different drones over the time. Um, you've always got the newest and coolest, and this one right here, a, a DJ, uh, is the newest and coolest. Tell us about it. Sure. Yeah. So this one I just got in the mail yesterday. Actually, we're going to take it out for a <laughs> flight pretty soon here. Um, it's just amazing the technology that they're able to pack into into these things. This is the Mavic 2 Pro. It ha probably has 10 cameras on it as you're looking around here for wow. sensors and obstacle avoidance and the brains and GPS and everything that are packed into it. It's amazing. Um, so I'm really looking forward to using this one. So and, and there's some rules out there as far as height, and, and it all mm -hmm. depends on how far away you are from an airport. Like mm -hmm. you've had some jobs closer to the Des Moines airport, and you have to stay under a certain certain distance there or height, and then when you're out and about. What are some of those different uh, requirements, I guess. Good question. Yeah, so the general rule, and you learn this when you go to the FAA's website and, and, and start doing your own homework, but the general rule is stay under 400 feet above ground level, right? And so that's going to keep you clear of any aircraft that are in the area because they have to stay a thousand feet above ground level. So there's some buffer right there. Um, there are waivers and exceptions um, that the FAA has online. There are mobile apps that you can use that tap right into the FAA's uh, system as well mm -hmm. to request clearance if you need to get closer to an airport. Some of that clearance is automated. So, you know, if they, it's a grid system that they lay out. So if the airport is here, you know, your, your maximum altitude might be 100 feet, 200, 300, 400 as you work your way out. But those would be automatically approved. And if you need to go higher, 
you can still request that and it goes through a manual approval process. But just knowing where you're at, where you're working is, is the most important. Another thing too to consider is the weather. I know a couple times we've had schedules uh, to, do a, you know, to do a house to have it shot with the drone, but you know, Mother Nature has other ideas. Yeah, hey, we live in the Midwest, it's not San Diego. We don't have perfect weather year round. Uh, it's different day by day. So, you know, as a drone operator, I'm, I'm always looking at, at uh, weather reports that are a week out. You know, I try to say, all right, you know, if it looks, if it looks sunny next Tuesday, and, the, and then I look at wind speed uh, forecasts as well, and the winds look low, then there's a good chance we can get that locked in. And if things change, then we can be flexible. But back to flexibility, it's key between you and your drone operator, and as a drone operator, to, to really understand uh, the resources at your disposal when, you're, when you need to look up weather. Yeah, I'll, it's just not as simple as grabbing that remote and putting that drone up in the air. And that's, you got it. that's exactly why I bring Cameron uh, to my clients uh, with my listings, make sure that it's Cameron that uh, is operating that drone because he not only does it in an absolutely stunning visual way, but it's done the correct way and the right way. And I don't have to worry about uh, anything coming back on my clients um, and, and making sure that that home, the story is told about the location of the home. And that's what I love about the drone. It can show you proximity. It can show you lots of things that we didn't see just a few years ago. It's amazing the perspective that you can get, you know, just a, a hundred or two hundred feet off the ground. You can see the neighborhoods. You can do a fly through on the neighborhood. You can get it up another up to 300 feet and see the schools and parks that are close by. And, you know, when you have 30 seconds to a minute to tell your story about this house, it's a great tool to have at your disposal. Absolutely. Uh, Cameron, how do we get a hold of you? You've got a website, right? Sure. Yeah. My website is dsm.photo. It's pretty easy to remember. So Pretty easy to remember. Pretty easy to work with. So whether you're looking for a drone operator, Cameron's your guy. Also some great information if you're thinking about uh, getting out there and flying a drone around on the weekend, maybe professionally. Uh, a lot of fun behind this, but a lot of rules and you've mm -hmm. really got to follow the, follow the right path. So you got great. it, yep. And if you have any questions, uh, you've got my website, shoot me an email. I'm, I'm always available to answer questions and stuff too, so. Thanks, All right, Cam. Cam, we ought to fly out of here. All right, sounds All good. Right. Thank Thanks you. for joining us. Get out there and make the most of the day.